Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. David Fafita is seriously unstoppable. Like, imagine trying to tackle that bloke, seriously. Anyway, guys, welcome back to the channel. Here we are. Hope you had a great Saturday and hope all your players scored well. We're going to start with our Titans and our Knights game. And Dave Fafita, three tries for 104 points. So, first time for the 100 club for him, I believe. We'll have to check that one. But amazing way just did everything. Obviously, you're going to get three tries as a second row. You're going to absolutely kill it. But 26 tackles, three misses, eight tackle breaks, 170 meters. Just incredible work from him. And if you don't have him, I think he's definitely a must-have at this stage. Averaging just under 80 now with a low score of 60. He will be up over eight, what, 860, 870 after this week. So that puts him into that 70 average kind of bracket, getting up closer to that, so just under. And he's someone that I expect to be averaging 65 to 70 across the season fairly comfortably uh, if he stays healthy. So for Fida, I think he's a must-have at this stage. If you don't have him, please try and get him. But don't try to keep it to get him. You have to someone that's averaging mid-50s, Try and get him another way. There's a bunch of these cash cows at the moment that are getting close to their peak. You know, that 500, 600k range. And maybe you can upgrade one of them and downgrade another over these next few weeks when, when possibly some more cash cows pop up. But that's for feeder. Amazing work for him. And if you picked up Tyron Peachy last week, like a lot of people did, you'd be very happy with his output this week. So to, to pick up a, a two-week average of around 55, you'd be very happy with that. And, and manage to get the whole 80 minutes over this uh, over this game, and I believe there was an injury at the start of the game to Philip Sammy, which possibly got him the eighty minutes. And he didn't actually move out to the centers; he actually just played, still played through the middle. So, yeah, and and chimed in. He just seems to chime up in, in all different spots. So, for him to get eighty minutes was amazing work. Obviously, got a try assist, line break assist there, one hundred ninety meters game, which is going to give him some tackle bu- tackle busts, etc. As well. So, yeah, really good game for him. Only one demerit. Um, yeah, even a couple of force dropouts as well. So awesome work if you have him in the centers. Good pickup. Uh, Fogs, here he is. He's back. Seven points last week. Didn't even have to play the full game this week. He's like, nah, I'll take my rest. Play me 70 minutes. I've got enough points. 
I got 66. I'm happy. Um, but not one demerit this week was awesome. So obviously five goals uh, across that game and was was absolutely smashing at the start and then and then missed one and, and caused him to miss a couple. But uh, really good efforts for him. Try assist, still no tries and anything. So you can expect eventually he might pick up a try or two and, and run a little bit more to the line, but didn't have to as much in this game as you know, getting it out early ball to the to the centres, etc. Was, was the way to go. But awesome game for him and... He's a, a really cool option for people that look at him. He's 614k. He's going to be sitting at that again this week. Um, you know, with his break even, with, I believe, at 71. So, um, someone that you would be looking to target if you needed a half at this stage. But obviously, there's a shite load of uh, of halves out there at the moment. Callum Ponga comes back and picks up a 60. So a little cheeky try at the end, but looked pretty close to his normal self. Obviously. The Knights struggled a fair bit in you know getting smashed. Was at forty two sixteen. So for him, it was yeah you know, not. He didn't have as many opportunities off the back of his forward pack. So for him to score sixty in that first game was really really good. And, and he's going to be a target for a lot of people at that eight hundred four k because that that's exactly what he would uh, be needing to score at that sixty average. So clear top three to four fullback in the game, and we'll be looking to target him at some point. Thompson comes out and scores and scores well again, averaging 52 for the season, 59 in this game, couple of tries, only four tackle breaks this week, but 230 metres was awesome work for him, so well done if you have Thompson, but I wouldn't be trying to pick him up as an option, we just feel all those uh, gun fullbacks, and, and if he happens to not score as many tries as he has been, then then he won't do as well in the scoring, so uh, think about that with him. Jaden Braley with 58. So this is kind of one of those games that you know we're looking around his base now in the fifties and did get a try assist, but you know the standard fifty tackles and two misses, only thirty meters gained. So no kick to that dummy half and all that sort of stuff as well. So kind of a base game for Braley, and you take that he's still averaging seventy four, which is crazy. And what I was talking about earlier is, is they were getting a fair bit of early ball out to Herbert and Kelly, so they both picked up a fifty two and a forty eight, which was really cool. So a couple of tries to Herbert in clearly his best game of the season, and a welcome back to to Kelly. So. To get two try assists and a try saver to get 48, but but no tries in there to pick up that score, which was really good. Three offloads and a tackle break. So he's someone that also be you, know, you can look to target in the center position as possibly a cut price keeper, especially if the Titans start going well. So if you held him, if you held out, uh, you know, selling him when he first went down, then then you got the spoils there with a 48, which was good. Brimson with 49 again, no tries, but a line break and a try assist. 220 metres, three tackle breaks, and a try saver for his 49. So again, I still think people are going to, are going to be tempted to you know, look to pick him up over the next bunch of weeks. So if you've got him, please keep holding him for now. I know you've kind of he's kind of burnt you at the start, but there's no point in trading someone that's done that if there's a chance that people are going to start picking him up and do and him doing well there. So uh, something to think about with him. Rain Proctor Frizzell, another 40. So. Some of them had an incredible first three games, you know, averaging 67. So then, you know, get a couple of 40s in a row, which drops his average right down. And, and a bunch of people would have picked him up, I'd imagine, over that period. So, but for them, for him, only 29 tackles in a in a game where they were defending a lot is, is pretty low. And you know, when when Braley's still making 50 and Frizzell's only 29, it's a bit low. And he obviously missed a couple of tackles on Fafita this week. Did anyone see that one where Fafita basically they just at each other like that and and um, and bumped him straight off. It's just like how big Frizzell is. Fafita's just a, another another beast in itself. It's crazy. Um, but he's he's slightly worrying signs. You could probably hold him on for another week, but 
if he picks up three forties in a row and doesn't look like improving, then it's it's a hard one with him. Yeah, that's that's the thing with these edge forwards that their kind of base is around that 40, 45, and then when they get the attacking stats, it, it bumps right up. So something to think about with those types of players. If you're looking to bring them in, I I still think the the same thing as previous years you know, stands true is is the middles are always going to get you know, the majority of the run meters, the majority of the tackles, and be the safest options. You know, you can pick up the guys like Fafita and stuff who who are that like top tier on the edge, like Fafita, Crichton, those types of guys. But the ones that are on the fringes and around that fifty-ish point scores, yeah, a bunch of times you might pick them up at the wrong time and they have a bit of a run of of no attacking stats games and that kills them. Um, which which is what we see with Barnett here at, at thirty-eight. So for me, he's also something uh, someone who you should be worried about a little bit. Ponga kicked goals fairly well; like looked actually pretty solid compared to last year especially so I'd imagine with having a shoulder issue he'd be doing a lot of kicking work so he's looked like he's completely taken over that and Barnett's lost that now and and I feel like for him he, need, he definitely needs those attacking stats whether the goals or the tries in that position so he's a worry uh, obviously ask me ask me about him during the week but if you can if you can move Barnett to a Fafita for example I'd be completely happy with that uh Connor Watson 37 in the sixth role so unfortunately just didn't get to just didn't get to do as much as he normally would, and obviously they got smashed a bit. So they and their forwards weren't, you know, smashing it, which meant he could get out and and, and run from dummy half or, or or get on the back of of some offloads and stuff like that. So we're in previous games where he's got those extra uh, tackle buffs, and and then obviously twenty five tackles here for four misses. He was on that same side that uh, of Fafita's, so he'd missed a few on him as well. But yeah, when he goes, hopefully he goes back to the middle, he can move back into those fifty to fifty five point games and and do well for his side. So I wouldn't be worried about Watson at this stage. Blake Green, a few people talked about, as possibly being an option with Pierce being out, but you know, 36 to 40 is going to be his kind of standard. Obviously, if they have a better game, he might score a little bit more, but uh, not to be this one. Clement was 35 in 61 minutes, so a little bit annoying if you have him, but he's, you're definitely going to hold him. Obviously, it's just a strange game for all of these guys. Randall went off early, and these guys on the bench, you know, Jones, King... Just aren't going to score enough, I don't think. Yeah, this might be their, their kind of their normal game, 29, 28, 25, that kind of stuff. And won't be able to make you enough money in this squad. Mofford Awake had a low one, 48 minutes for 29. So, again, kind of a lot of his runs were just straight straight into the defense and no, not much footwork and stuff like that for any one tackle break, one one offload, and didn't have to tackle as much, obviously. Uh, Tino. Tino's our last one. That's a... Wow. Unfortunate. If you, if you have him, you do have a two-round average of 50. So think about that after he's 80 and he's 22. So, But it definitely does look like that that was a fluke. He's still got 65 minutes this game, which is more than he has been, uh, apart from last game, and and still didn't even get close to a half-decent score. With only, obviously, they were attacking, so less tackles, 19 and you know, 100 metres, and, and just didn't... Just didn't look damaging in this one, even though they smashed him, which you would have you would have thought someone like him would have got some extra attacking work. But I definitely think he, again, you can hold him for a week or two and see if he can pick up a 70 or 80 again. But when it's one out of five games and the rest of them is the highest score of 45, it's, you know, for someone you're looking to, to average somewhere in the 50s, it's just probably not good enough at this stage and you have to look to, to sell him, unfortunately. But that's that game, guys. If you're enjoying these, please hit like. If you're new, hit subscribe. I really appreciate all the love and support so far. Move on to the Dogs and the Storm. And this one here, we've got George Jennings up top, surprisingly. Definitely not an option. I don't think you should bring him in. 
you know, this 72 brings up his his average of what he was before at 30 to, to that, so let's leave him out. But a lot of, a bunch of people captain Pap, and you, you know, not a bad effort if you if you captain him at 70. You're happy with what he uh, produced, but you know, try eight goals, try assists, two line breaks, 200 meters, only three tackle breaks. That's probably where you could have got the 80 or 90 score. But the real one we want to talk about is the great man Christian Welsh. Two weeks in a row, 52 and 68. Look at that. 60-point average in two games. For those that sold him, unfortunate. Lucky for me, I did keep him. Uh, but, yeah, I suppose with these kind of guys, you've got to look at at what, you know, the first few games were okay. Has one bad game, and it's like, ooh, let's have a look back at some of his stats from last year when he was playing, like, 50 to 60 minutes. They were very solid, around that 50 to 55 points a game get the old random try, and then that's what he got in this game. So without that try, and we'll give him the two tackle breaks for the try, he sits at a 50. So we're taking those 50s every day of the week. Looks like he's looking to offload the ball a bit more, which is good. Five last week and three this week. So if you have him, awesome work. Keep hold of him. Should start making a little bit of cash, but just those points are so valuable at this stage. Obviously, it's helped me uh, into a good rank this week. But unfortunately, I don't have Avrilo at this stage, but he had a massive game, 63 points. A nice try assist from Adam Elliott on the inside there. Got him the try, but, you know, cheeky line break in there. And just, just no real demerits. Only the one error in that entire game. And actually, you know, ran the ball 88, 88 metres. Um, so you're really happy with, with exactly what he's put out there. And, and we'll start making some cash now. And and might be a viable player in the centres, especially when you, know, you can get 63 against the Storm. So I wouldn't be expecting that every week. But somewhere in the 30s would be, you know, would be solid enough. Now that he's had a bunch of games this year in that in that position, and and it looks like he he should keep that spot now anyway. Flanagan was sixty two, solid game for him, averaging fifty seven. So he's he's averaging above what he was priced out at the start of the year. So if you even though the dogs have been terrible, he's he's obviously the the floor general and and has uh you know thirty tackles a game and and four hundred thirty kick meters as you know a base of fifty and then whatever attacking stats from there with the with the goals and whatever it works perfectly for him. <clears throat> so, not an option, but if you have him, sweet. Luke Thompson, 60 in his 50 minutes back. So, got a try pretty early in the game and just had no demerits. So, 23 tackles, 3 busts, 140 metres. At 583k, you're wanting him to average somewhere in the 50-plus range. And I'm not sure if he can do that at this stage. At 50 minutes, I'd expect to be pretty normal for him. For him to become a keeper, I'd be waiting for him to get 65, 70, you know, that kind of minute range. And if he can do that, I think he'll be a keeper. Because he has the work rate and um, and the strength, you know, to, to bust some tackles and do well. So something to think about there. Adam Elliott comes back with the fifty five with a nice try assist there and, and did a bit of everything again. A couple of turnover tackles, one tackle break, three offloads. You know, eighty meters was a little bit low and the tackles were low. So for him to get fifty five in that you know high scoring game, he's really good and and you know look to keep him definitely. Cammy Munster with one of his lowest scores of the year is forty nine, two try assists. Two tackle breaks, five missed tackles was kind of his annoying one and didn't have to kick too much. But again, if you're someone that's not directly involved with a lot of these tries, then your stats are going to be deflated just because of you know the amount of stoppages in play. So for Munster, 49, you would have hoped that he went bonkers against Bulldogs, but he, he tends to play a lot, a lot better against the and score a lot better against the better sides because he has to step up. Um, whereas this one, he can just spread it out to the, to the edges and... And do and do his thing there, or you know, go through the guys in the middle. You know, Brandon Smith was very active. Grant was active. Our dummy half going through Kamikamika, Welch, um, 
Nelson, these types of guys going through the middle. So there you go. Remus Smith comes back with another decent game. Um, and if you held him as, I think you've, if you've got him as cover, beautiful. I think you just keep him that way. I wouldn't be bringing him in at all. Harry Grant with the 44. So it's going to drop his price a little bit, which is cool. But when he gets back into the starting side, will we expect 80 minutes? I think we will. May, might not be next week, but definitely the week after and following weeks from there. Um, but he, he looked good. You know, it's good to see him back. Just for some very standard stats. Got a try assist to, to Welchie in there. Um, Kenny Brom. Olam, 43. Got a try. A couple of turnover tackles again. He, he tackles hard, didn't he? But um, if you picked him up in the in the centres this year, you've, you've made almost 100k and an average of 44. So you, you hold that and, you, and you're happy with that, definitely. Josh Jackson, 40. So yeah, another one of those guys that just had a, had a few inflated games at the start of the year and and now he's going back to his normal average uh, in the middle or on an edge yeah, from, from previous years. So that's something to think about with Jackson as to where he's at. Hughes with 37. So turns out he's probably not going to be a keeper this year. Average of 45 is not good enough in the half. So there's a lot of guys that, that you could trade down to if you need to with that one. All right, Smitty. Smitty's definitely a sell now. He's a... Yeah, scored what he needed to. You probably would have hoped for a few better games, but if you didn't sell him last week, then you've got to sell him this week. He'll go back into the middle and, and play that sort of 45, 50 minutes and not be as relevant, unfortunately. So that's it for Smitty. Uh, Torpenny, 30, got 35 minutes. So probably a few more minutes than I would have thought, but you know, that PBM of 0.9 that we were talking about came into fruition. And he did well there. And he should make some cash for those who picked him up. So I wouldn't be looking to pick him up now. Last week was the one to, pick, to one, the one to get him. Corey Allen with another beautiful score of 24. And Kotrick has just gone from possible keeper to absolute dud, unfortunately. Going back to what some of the... You know, it was a year there at Raiders where he had a, some very low scores on a regular basis. So um, I think there's a few people who picked him up after the first or second week. So I feel sorry for you guys. But that's that game there. Let me know your thoughts on that one. Dogs finally scored a point, let alone three tries against the Storm was good for them, but who knows how much the uh, the Storm are trying to defend. Anyway, Roosters and Sharks, and this was the game of the uh, game of the halves, that's for sure. Hutchison, Townsend, and Sam Walker in there all had really good games of actual footy and did well there. And Hutchison, I feel like, is a very interesting option. It just depends who's going to get... The number seven role going forward is it going to be? Is it going to be? Are they going to stick with these two guys? Is Lamb going to get his spot straight back? Like, how's it going to work? That's that's what's kind of scaring me with Hutchison because he's doing a lot of the kick meters, um, and yeah, had had a nice try, a nice dummy, and go through the line there, and and the rest of his game is pretty solid too. He's running the ball a bit, he's making the tackles. So for him, really solid efforts, and at four hundred and fifty odd k, which is what he's going to end up being, it's going to be an interesting thought this week, and I'll have a few questions, I imagine, on that one. Chatty Townsend at five hundred eighty four k, he's going to be up at like six fifty after this, and almost two hundred k price rise. God, he's upsetting me. I didn't start with him. I started with Lamb instead. Whew. Anyway, three goals. Like this base, thirty tackles, thirty one and points in kick meters, so sixty one points just there. Crazy. It's like that. Um, it's like what DC is doing at the moment. Like he doesn't have to do too much, but the base is so high. Like crazy. If anyone doesn't have Crichton, his percentage is still really low. I think he's like mid twenties ownership percentage, which is I think just crazy to me. We definitely thought he'd be averaging at least in the mid in the mid sixties, and yeah, 
those two games in a row, he's got 70 and 67 without really you know, too much in attacking stats, for example. 40 tackles, turnover tackle, 160 metres, five tackle breaks. It's just what Gus is going to do on the edge there for, for the Roosters. So awesome work. Brett Morris scored two tries again. This is getting ridiculous. Is that nine for the year? Almost two a game now? Incredible. 64, averaging 68 over the first five games. Like, if you picked him up, made plenty of cash and, and scoring really well in, a, in your wing fullback there. Talke heard 57. Still a bunch of people are looking to trade him out. He's averaging 52. It's it's above what he's priced at. So that, that sets him about 20K, 30K undervalued. So... You've at least got that there, and if he has a bunch of bad games from there, you can trade him on, but I think he's definitely a hold at this stage. Sammy Walker, three tries, this and a try. So really um, really stepped up this game, and you know, the first game was just settling in, doing what he needed to do, and, and this one he was really low for a long time. He was about 10 points for... It was 10 at half, I think, 11 at half. A um, little bit slower the first 10 minutes, and then kind of exploded with a few tries, this and the try. So well done to Walker and, and some big price rises for those that have him. Kennedy... Awesome work again, averaging 54, uh, 44, which is crazy. Teague Wilson, Nakora comes back, so don't think about bringing, picking him up, but you know, if you did at the start when he first played, you, and you've gained about 100K, so well done to that, but that's what's going to happen this next game. Jesse Ramian, I got asked about my thoughts on him, so averaging 40 over his few games that he's played, and, and he's definitely a solid option in that centres, and he's kind of been around that keeper territory. I just think he's slightly underneath those guys in terms of keeper status, so... That's all I would say at this stage. You know, 450 or whatever he's going to be after this week. I think there's some other options in there in some better teams that should do a little bit better. But, yeah, a decent option if you enjoy watching him play, for example. Teddy with 44, so his lowest game of the year. Just didn't do, just didn't do a lot. Only five tackle breaks and a, and a line break there. So, for him, yeah, it's normal, right? These wing fullbacks that, that have big games and then little games. You know, Teddy at 44, it's, it's obviously annoying, but... It is what it is, unfortunately, and don't be trading him out. Victor Radley at 43. Okay, so let's have a look at this. He's played 60 minutes over the first two games, and, and that's really, really helpful. You know, for him, you're, you're wanting him to play around that 60 minutes for him to do for him to do really well. And we look at this. We've got 35 tackles and 96 metres with only one tackle break. He's got a penalty conceded and a, uh, and a missed tackle there. So just not a lot happening. And for him at 518K, this is, this is what he's priced at, you know, that 43, 44 kind of range and what you're looking for him is is for some attacking stats and and to really warm into the season and i think that he'll start doing well but i wouldn't be picking him up at this stage i think you can wait on him but i think there's definitely a chance that he can average around that 50 to 53 mark eventually just not at this stage you know at, at the moment um we've also got morris butcher joey manu so jump manu's in my team and just again just not much in this game only 67 run meters couple of turnover tackles which was great and and three tackle break tackle breaks in that time and happy with these 20 tackles i think he picked up two misses at the end but you know he's sitting at 41 for like the last 10 minutes and then lost four so um for him when attacking you know this is his base happy days and attacking stats come he gets the 50 60s and and he's the keeper in the center so always going to be a solid option there not didn't go as well as someone like peachy for example but yeah it is what it is with him blake braley's just stinking it up unfortunately tupanua all right are people thinking about selling him? I think they are. 48 minutes. He needs his 80, obviously, for him to be a good option. I'm quite happy if you want to go up to a Fafita or something like that because he's not going to be a keeper. And we're not sure what's going to happen with Cordner, but you'd imagine that Tupanua 
you know, moves out of that spot for full corner and, and Crichton will move back to the right, for example. But for him, you can hold him if he's coming back in the starting side, but that switch to the bed, bench was a bit annoying. Uh, Connor Tracy had people talk, talking about him, but on the bench he's not going to do enough. Billy Magulius. Moylan comes back down to earth with a 21, so he's probably close to a sell now. But you can keep him as cover for half and wing fullback if you need. And then Freddie Lustig was very unfortunate. A bunch of people were thinking about picking him up as a cash cow and, and he was going to do fine in that 60-minute uh, kind of game time, but unfortunately got injured, uh, hurt his arm. Not sure as to the extent of it, but doesn't look amazing at this stage, but there you go. So that's the that's the three games for Saturday, guys. I hope you've, you know, hope you enjoyed this if you've managed to, to stay until the end, and I really appreciate all the support, as I said, Good luck with your Sunday games. Who's looking for 1,100? I am. I'm at 9.75 with three to play. So let's see how we go, guys. But I hope you enjoyed this. We'll see you in the next one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.